I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now, this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ring, 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 ring. May I please speak with Zoe? Oh, hello, Lamorne. Let's patch in Hannah. God, I forgot what it was like working with you guys. Welcome to our show. Everybody and welcome to our show. Welcome Starring to our show. Us. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. If you don't know who we Zoe, are by now. This then. is Lamorne and this is Hannah, and yeah. we are friends. Yes, we um, are good, good friends. Hey IRL. cuties, what's going on, guys? Chuno, oh, um chillin'. Uh life is happening. Life is happening. I will say 
um, rewatching the Bells episode directed by Peyton Reed, written by um, Love Rake. Love Rake. Um, I got a story. Remind me to tell you a story about love. It was so interesting to me because I, I was not mm-hmm. in that episode. And That's if right. I watched it, it was maybe when it originally aired a decade ago. So I have z- had zero recollection yeah. um, of that episode and were in it Spain. was surprising <laughs> to me so much of it i was like handbells you, wait, hand you don't remember this at well, all? So we, I remember this was the episode that we shot second but we right. it aired seventh so it's it's funny to me looking at it i'm like oh this was the episode i still really felt like i was figuring stuff out and oh, i was I like how sure far was. do i go with <laughs> this i don't know <laughs> i also it was like the first time i got to like have a storyline with lamorne which was super mm-hmm. fun oh, i yeah. have to say i think jake and max's storyline was really great in this so they, funny they really so funny. so the funny scream fight to me was one of the funniest things i've seen <laughs> in a while their their banter was just so uh, good and you feel like they've been friends forever i i really like that that storyline because i you know everybody knows like the the storyline is if you haven't just watched this episode like we have um (laughs) that nick is always fixing stuff in a kind of like he's kind of jerry-rigging stuff to fix it but it's they're not they're not the fancy fixes that schmidt wants and so they get in a fight like that schmidt Schmidt so was throwing his money at stuff. He's getting fancy fixes. He's actually hiring professionals to do stuff. Whereas mm-hmm. Nick um is scrappy and likes to jerry rig and um fixes stuff in weird ways. <laughs> and so Schmidt starts like taking all of the stuff he bought away and then um Nick starts unfixing stuff. <laughs> it's very I mean it's very fun. It's a simple storyline but it's very funny. Last time on New Girl, episode 107, Bells. Jess's school is running out of space, so she brings her delinquent students back to the loft to learn the art of handbells. Schmidt wants the plumbing fancy fix in the loft ASAP, but Nick is confident in his craftsmanship. Eventually, Schmidt hires a plumber who compliments Nick's bottle trick. Meanwhile, Winston has joined the Bells team, but he's too damn good and too damn competitive, and Jess has to kick him off the squad for being mean to the kids. Nick and Schmidt begin a war that ends with everything Schmidt ever purchased being stuffed into his room. The guys make amends on the roof, where Nick explains that Schmidt knows him all too well, and that he'd prefer a friend who would lie to spare his feelings. The guys make amends on the roof, where Nick explains Schmidt knows him too well, and he'd prefer a friend who would lie to spare his feelings. Jess tells Winston that he can't be one more person disappointing these kids. At their recital in the park, Winston shows up and is welcomed back to the team. They do a mediocre but spirited version of Eye of the Tiger that everyone can rock out to. Now, back to the show. There are two categories of people, and they really clearly define them in this episode, of fancy fix versus fix to the point of working. Right. Which is really funny to me. I prefer either. Like I, I could go either way. When I was looking at some of the fixes that Nick was, you know, some of his fixes made sense to me. Some of his fixes reminded me of how 
of how he grew up. It had a single mom. So sometimes when things would, <laughs> would break, she wouldn't necessarily know about it or have the time to fix it. But we as boys in the house would just kind of, you know, mend MacGyver. it together. We would MacGyver it the best way we could. And she'd kind of go, oh, if it works for you, it works for me. Anyway, got to go to work. Uh, my favorite is his, his, his soap dispenser while he's talking. He has a, a <laughs> wooden spoon. spoon, a wooden spoon in the soap dispenser. I mean, who hasn't had like a soap dispenser not working? And you're just oh like, oh, God, I'm just going to take the, the top off exactly. this. Because soap dispensers for some reason always break. They always break. It's they true. always break. Yeah. It has to yeah. be the right angle to get the pump, man. What what are you yeah. talking about, Hannah? And they it's this it's this <laughs> the part that unscrews like doesn't seem to want to unscrew you know like where you're yeah. supposed to like screw in one part and then unscrew yeah. this top bit and you guys are on some weird stuff is, yeah. today. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Peyton Reed, can you talk to me about Peyton Reed because Zoe, I feel oh like... yeah, Peyton is yeah. so fantastic. Peyton mm-hmm. directed the movie Yes Man mm-hmm. um, that I was in a great uh, great fun. Uh, movie, a, a movie that was great fun, if you will. Great um, fun. and uh, Jim Ant-Man. Carrey was in it, well? huh? Did he do Ant Man as well? I think Peyton did, yeah. He did Ant Man, yes, man, Ant Man. He also did Bring It On, directed Bring It On. He's directed mm-hmm. all kinds of great mm-hmm. movies. He is just a fantastic person, so sweet, so Love sweet. He directed one of my favorite, um, she and him videos that we've ever done, really. Yes, he did ah. this one for In the Sun, and it was a really oh, I fun love video. That video. So, so Peyton's um, hopped on and gotten involved in a bunch of things that I've been involved with, and it's made my life so much better because he's wonderful. And he's he actually directed a bunch of uh, New Girl episodes in the first few seasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we and were also, lucky to have him. Oh yeah, also written by Love Rocket. Love Rock and Love Rock A was was there from day one. Day yeah. one, one of my one of my favorite people it, mm-hmm. overall, just in life. He's such a, a great guy, great family. One Always. of the best laughs you could ever. Oh yeah, heard. oh yeah. Can you do it? Can you give us an impression? I can't. It's so high. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, have you heard your baby <laughs> Is voice? Is it really that high? <laughs> yeah. If he gets going, it's like a baby being tickled. It's very, very sweet. We have to have Love on. We'll just have him laugh and then he can go. He doesn't have to share any stories. (laughs) Well, funny story about Love. So I I have security cameras all over my house, all outside of my house. And sometimes when I go, when I go travel, well, here's, so here's the thing. Sometimes when I, when I travel, I'll just check in. Now, obviously my brother is still, my brother is still here, but I'll just check the security cameras outside just to check them randomly. Lamorne's trying to tell you all he's rich. He's no, rich. He's watching no. you. His I'm brother's you. Ro- watching you. I'm and he's paranoid. You, I'm trying to tell you, somebody <laughs> tried to rob me before and it didn't end well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for them. No, I get for that. them. Yeah. For them. It did not end well for them. Um, but I'm checking the camera. Mm. And it, and now they're filming a TV show. They're filming that show, Dave. Right? They film it right across the street from my house. So constantly there are like trucks and things and people outside of my house. I love Dave, by the way. Love that show. Love, Love Dave. Show. Um, I, I, and he's a I've never fan seen of it. I, I'm not, I'm not saying silent because I don't like it. I'm sure it's amazing and I've heard great things. I just haven't seen it. Put it on uh, the yeah. list. Carry on. I'm really putting it on the guy. list. Um, funny guy, tremendous actor. Um, but Love is a writer on that show. Mm. And I remember checking my cameras one day and outside, there's, they leave the porta potties right, and I was so pissed off about this. The porta potties were right in front of my house, so my security camera is looking right at the entrance of the porta potties. 
And I checked the cameras one day, and who was standing right outside of the porta potty is Love. <laughs> Love is standing right outside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I texted him a picture of it. I text Love. A How picture. did you know it was him? Oh, just because he's oh, it's right very, on the show. it's very, very clearly clear. him. It's very he must clearly have a certain stance right before he has to use the bathroom that's recognizable from afar. I is think it, it was real? when he was leaving. That can't the be true. Look at this. <laughs> she could see this photo. That's pretty clearly love. Clear I mean, he's wearing gay. a mask, yeah. like in a very generic outfit, and I can still tell it's him. That's kind it's of. Like, yeah. But look how look at the disrespect. Look at the trash cans, the porta potties. <laughs> I have the most. Ex- my, my, I have. A, uh, are you kidding me? Right <laughs> outside so, your house. You mean? Right outside of my house. I was mm-hmm. so bad. I was so upset. But love brightened the the, the mood. So you send him a picture of himself waiting to use the bathroom. That maybe yeah. is my nightmare. And he's looking, and I say, "Is this you?" And he goes, "Yeah." And he goes, "Is this your house I'm staring at?" <laughs> oh I my say, god! Yes, <laughs> yes it is. He goes, "I thought so." I wasn't. I just sure. want to add that that we've <laughs> talked about. <laughs> Love waiting outside a porta body, but he's a really, really great writer. Yeah. Oh yeah, super talented guy. <laughs> love having him around. He's so so funny. Love love uh, love and love. really smart. Mm-hmm. Um, I love love, which is so. a little Dicky song. I love love, and I cuddle for enjoyment. That's one of his one of his bars. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, I'm Dave. Dave. Oh wait, does his <laughs> laugh sound like <laughs> like that? <laughs> If he gets, if he's really in it, I'm telling you, it goes high pitched like a little baby in like the greatest joy. It's the most innocent, beautiful laugh. That's gonna be the goal. We're gonna get love on the show. We're gonna interview him about and get him and tickle him. We're gonna tickle him. We're gonna try to get him to giggle. Yeah. So he's gonna run over to where he's taping and just tickle Mm -hmm. him. It's gonna happen. Um, With his permission, of course. Consensual Mm -hmm. tickling. Yes. Um, I really have so many questions for you guys about. Annabelle's. I yes, can tell please, you, I watched please. because I was like, Zoe, you are a very accomplished musician. Have you ever played them before? I'd never even heard of them, honestly. <gasps> uh, I'd never heard of this instrument. Also, they, so <laughs> what was so funny? Uh, okay, so when they went back and post and made, because we had the bells, we did practice with bells that had, we had a bell expert, I think. Um, kind of teach us a little bit of something Mm -hmm. um they didn't have any what do you call the like um ding dongs inside ding dong thing inside Mm -hmm. i don't know what you call it mallet (laughs) whatever Mm -hmm. um there they were removed so the bells made no sound and then when they went back so okay yeah there's gonna be a difference in um in terms of um Obviously, each bell is going to be different and they're all different pitches. And how you ring the bell, it will sound better or worse and ring out. But they're not going to be like flat just because each one is just the pitch it's it the is. the sound, yeah. So, but then when they went back and added sound to make everyone sound bad, they made them all sound flat. like they were flat. <laughs> and I'm like, well, this is just not... <laughs> like at least in my experience i i would i would certainly defer to a handbell expert but um that's just not how they're gonna sound bad <laughs> but of course it really emphasized how bad we all were and how wonderful uh winston was oh our the- wonderful producer joelle has just told us that it's called the tongue of the bell okay yeah which that, makes yes. the bell feel so um 
Yes, the tongue of a bell. Like the part human? inside that swings <laughs> yeah, to make the bell ring is called the clapper. I think I clapper. like ding dong better. Oh, it's called the clapper. The clapper. Okay. Joelle, our wonderful producer, has told us that the tongue of the bell is called the clapper. The clapper. So, folks, go out there and get yourself some handbells and try to and try to practice. And I will, yeah. I will, I will warn you though. I now I can't speak for Zoe. Actually, I can speak for Zoe. Her hands were fine after playing uh, the handbell. My hands, I don't know why, were swollen. <laughs> I think I, I think I know why. But, um, it it did hurt to hold the um the the handles for mm-hmm. a long time, and they, you were having to play them a lot, and you had to do the. Like the three in one, the three the in hand and the two in hand and stuff um, yeah. that, you know, you have to get used to it. So definitely. And and, um, you know. Yeah. But for all the handbell people the, out there, the for all the handbell folks out there, um, we're going to change the name. <laughs> all you many, many hand. people. <laughs> yeah. The name is no longer called the three in hand. It's called the Winston. Yeah. So <laughs> just know that. Let's just let's just make that a popular just, thing now. Make the change. Did we put now. handbells on the map? I think we did. I think we did. You did for me. Us in a few churches. I'd never heard of sure. them, and I am a musician, so um, there you go. That's either embarrassing or just um, maybe reassuring. I'm not sure. I'm not going to lie to you. I did get pretty decent at it, though. I did get pretty... Huh. I started to really enjoy doing it. Like at, Once the episode was done, I was kind of... I thought that I was going to go and, and buy a set. And, and, really? And I, I, yeah, and I planned on it. Cause you know, there I don't I don't have too many hobbies outside of what we do for a living. I don't like I don't you, play any instruments. I don't. Your uh, hobbies are like creating other shows and mm, like y- me- y- writing podcasts and making. You are always busy with something. Yeah, I'm a creative person. You're very creative. Yeah, but like if you guys can't, you guys can't see this, I'm sure there'll be a photo at some point. Zoe has 114 guitars. But that's another. Her. That's my jo- like that's a job. <laughs> so that is a profession, but. Um, um, yeah, like, no, it's sometimes like, it's hard to find things out. Like if your profession is something that's fun, it is like, you're like, well, I'm kind of busy with something that's fun that yeah. like actually is my work. So, yeah. um, but yeah, it's hard to find hobbies outside, you know, your profession if it's fun. I, I was just going to be a professional cool guy, but you are, Yeah, you <laughs> are teach, teach losers how to be a cool guy like me. Um, that's kind of what you did in this episode. <laughs> that's what I tried to do. After rewatching it, I realized I was a dork. I was like, not Winston, Lamorne. Lamorne. I was just, just watching going like, Jesus, you took yourself way too seriously. I wish I had played, you know, even going back and looking at playing a character a certain way, I watched it and I wished it was season six Winston or seven Winston mm. playing the handbells because it would have been such a it would have been a different episode I believe Winston right. and later this one you were actually little... trying to be good to sell yes. the fact that you were really good and very serious about it Re- way you too needed serious bird shirt that. Winston bird shirt Winston would have been would have been <laughs> that's a Bird's, whole other episode I'm shocked, yeah. we never, I'm shocked we never brought bells back later on actually yeah 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 because that, that this was like a this 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 was a window into bird shirt. This was like a what you, foreshadow, foreshadow. Of, yes, of bird shirt Winston, which reminds me of something we skipped over. We skipped over something very very important on this show. What we love to do, well, what Hannah loves to do, is 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 find the bear. Uh, Hannah, bear hunt. Where's the bear? I watched the episode. Didn't find the bear 
So then I go, after I've looked for myself, then I go online to see. And what was interesting is that nobody else has found the bear either. And I was like, I found "Mm -hmm." it. But then I went back and found it. I found two bears. Okay. So can I tell you the bear that I found on my second rewatch last night? Yes. The bear is actually a picture in Winston's room, a Mm -hmm. standing bear looks kind of like a grizzly bear. And that's when Jess is like reminding Winston near the end of the episode, like these are just kids being kids. So be mindful what you say of them. And there's a huge picture of a bear. Massive picture right behind, right behind Jess's head. That's right. But right before that, during the Nick and, and, and Schmidt fight, Schmidt goes in his room and the refrigerator is right there. As he opens the door, there's a bear right there on so the refrigerator. So here's the thing, though. We need to have some bear hunt rules because I've already used that one now. Well, right? does it, So well, how many times can we use the fridge bear? Well, I the mean, fridge I, bear yeah. doesn't mean the fridge will always be used in an episode. That's well, it's there a lot of it. So I'm going, we have to come up with some like the barefoot thing from wedding, the wedding episode. I'm going to come up with some real hard and fast rules, guys, where okay. we can't reuse. You things. said there's two, though. Where's where's the other one? Yeah, well, the he's fridge. saying the fridge bear and oh, then the fridge bear, bear. Oh, picture okay. hanging in Winston's room. And but I'd already used the fridge bear. So mm-hmm. I'm going to come up with some real uh, some real rules. And when Liz Merriweather is on at the end of this season of our podcast, um, I'm going to ask her if this was all intentional because I'm a little obsessed with finding this bear in every I episode. That's, I think that's important. Um, um, I want to say we had some great guest stars oh, um, yeah. as the kids in this oh, episode. Yes. Uh, Raven Goodwin, mm-hmm. Ki Hong Lee, and um, Esther Povitsky. Yep. Uh, they were really fantastic. Yeah, we also had Tiffany Ariani as well. Oh, Tiffany Ariani, yes. Yes. yes, yes. I have um, something very exciting for you guys, actually. Yes. When we come back from the break, I reached out to Esther, and she sent me a few voice notes about her <laughs> memories of shooting bells. <laughs> um, and she spilled some tea, you guys. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature. And of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you 
every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if... no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to our show. You know what's funny is that I can't figure out how I know Esther. So here's the thing. I rewatched the episode and or watched the episode, to be honest with you. I don't know if I've ever seen it before. And I'm like, is that Esther? Like, I didn't know she was ever on it because I wasn't on the episode with her. You see what I'm saying? And I'm yeah, like, there are also I- all these people who came on our show as kids like when they were right. in middle school and then I don't 
or they were like 18, but they looked young. And I don't. And they're like, hey, I was on your show. And I was like, oh, when you were a child, like yeah. it's hard, you know. Now you have um, a mustache. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I feel so, like I met Esther at a party many years later. And we said like, hey, and we chatted. And that was it. So it's not like we know, know each other or kick it. Like when I, and I was like, I think I got her number at that party just because we like chatting to each other. So it was almost like a cold text that I sent her. Mm. Right. And I've seen her shows. She yeah. created a show called Alone Together. She's on Dollface on Hulu right now. She's super talented. She's done like, you know, stand up specials. Um, but it was almost like a cold text where I was like, hey, I had no idea you were a new girl because I wasn't on that episode with you. Do you remember anything? Y'all want me to play these voice notes? Yes, please. Yeah, as long okay. as they're appropriate. Appropriate. They're appropriate. They're appropriate. I was they just have swears in them? No, 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 no. There's no swears. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go. There's two. Okay. 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 This is Esther Pavitsky, stand-up comedian and uh original star of New Girl, the belt episode. Um just wanted to say this was my first ever TV job, and I literally felt like a movie star when I found out that I got it. I was so excited, and then quickly um, became really sad and upset because we had to learn, actually learn, how to really play the handbells. Because when I read the script, I was like, obviously, we're not going to learn it. We'll just fake it. No, we had like a really strict serious teacher <laughs> and I was struggling so hard with it I remember calling my parents crying being like I just wanted to be an actress like <laughs> I, I don't know oh how to learn God. music like I can't do this mm. okay second part <laughs> and also I remember Lamorne had actually seen me do stand-up before at the comedy store and told me and he was like yeah I've seen you you actually bombed and then Zoe was standing right there and she was like, well, that's not very nice to say. And like, she felt so bad for me. And then Lamar was like, no, no, no. She bombed really gracefully. I was like, okay, thank you. Oh my gosh. Lauren. I was just right before you played the voice note, I was just about to explain that. So what she's leaving out of the story is that it was her, it was her first time doing stand up in LA and I was also doing stand up and she when she went up it was part of her bit was that she was bombing and she was telling really bad jokes on purpose at least that's what I thought the bit was and cuz cuz people Make were sure like that's what the bit was well because yeah. th that's what she kept saying she kept saying it she she kept going well this is go like and her if you haven't seen her stand up her delivery sometimes at least back then was very dry and people were laughing their asses off but it was like telling intentionally bad jokes. At least that's what I thought was happening. So when I said she bombed, I thought she would understand that that's, that's, that was kind of, I thought that was the bit. I thought that's what she was doing. And I, cause I have friends who are comedians and that's what their bit is. They'll go yeah, on stage yeah. and they'll just bomb as hard as they can. And the comedians in the crowd are laughing their asses off. <laughs> like but some um, of the patrons Tim Heidecker had, the, did you ever see him do that stand up? Um, show where his whole thing was that he was a bad stand-up <laughs> and he kept like looking at his like notes in a really like <laughs> i mean beautifully awkward way it was like just great acting and then he'd have his wife planted in the audience and he'd make mean jokes about her and then she'd get up and walk out and then <laughs> 
it was like such a good it was it, but people would actually think it was real it was so well done that people would like get really uncomfortable I my buddy my buddy uh, and then we'll move on but my buddy Rick Glassman is the exact same way he I think he's banned from multiple comedy clubs oh my god like because of he's so funny though like he's yeah. like like people come to see him but his bits are so out there he's uh, he did he does a bit where he has a hoodie on and he comes out talking and it's funny and it's like mm-hmm. it's just charismatic it's just a casual conversation and then he'll pull the hoodie down and he's got ear pods in and he'll pull the and, he, and he's like all right mom okay all right mom i'll talk to you later and they'll put the ear pods away and then he'll start the show so the entire time <laughs> everyone was like wait what he'll do he'll do a bit with a puppet where he'll go you guys like puppets and everybody's like yeah and then he goes cool me too and then he'll just move on <laughs> like, wait why did they ban him because a lot of times when i i think I think he goes and he gets so obscure, obscure on stage that some of the crowd isn't, they don't know. They don't don't know. They don't catch on. Mm. And he's so obscure. Like I'm talking like it's, he goes so far left. He's one of the funniest people I've ever, I've ever been around. But, um, and you guys should do his podcast at some point. Yes. You guys should do his podcast at some point. It's really funny and weird. He hasn't invited me yet, but I mean, oh, he, ha- he has. I just, I, I just haven't relayed the message yet. Oh, okay. Well, now he knows. I'll You're go. The missing link. I'll yeah. do it. Yeah. Um, it is interesting with those these incredible guest stars we've had over the years, who like this was their first. For a lot of them, it was their first TV and just, job. Esther, yeah. you are a star. You are a star. <laughs> You are. She's created a show. She has like her own now stand up special on Comedy Central. I mean, she's like she's 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 crushing. You never got to play handbells about. Yeah. Um, about but she said bells. the big thing was um, she got to like order lunch from a restaurant every day. She said that was like so crazy and cool. And then when she went <laughs> the hair and makeup trailer, she said she remembered um, Zoe you playing a gym. Cro- Don't say me. Jim Crow. Jim Croce? Yes. Oh. <laughs> Not a Jim. Or- a Jim yeah, Crow song? <laughs> no Jim Crow songs. Jim Croce. No. You know. She remembers um, you playing. Like it's so vivid. Like you remember your first time ever on a set. And yeah. Yeah. Was it's a 70s her- singer songwriter. If you don't know who he is, he's saying like New York's not my home. And um Mm, operator lots of um lots mm. of like 70s singer songwriter style hits from jim croce jim, jim croce i gotta go and download some jim croce um but she was talking about that twist right her first tv job and it felt so exciting she was a fan of bring it on and the director's there and it was this huge thing but then she had mm-hmm. to actually learn the handbells but and i don't know terrifying. why they made anybody learn and, 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 and i don't know why because honestly they just took the clapper out of the bell <laughs> i don't know either but there was a i do remember coming to work the next week and lamorne telling me two things that his wrists still hurt yeah and that the bells instructor was quite intense yeah, yeah. like life or death it was right. like I, and you know us being actors we we especially zoe at that time this is one this is my first regular job but Zoe, you had done so many things. You probably already knew 
it's not necessary for us to actually learn how to play. We well, you know what's going to happen in post. Like varying degrees of those things. Yeah. And especially on a TV show, like you're shooting so fast. There's no way they're going to like use the audio. I mean, I'm sure they they wanted it to look. The, the main thing is they want it to like look like people can play. But the kids are supposed to not be that great right at playing i think it was partially because they were like okay well you guys have time i remember you know lamorne had to look like he was really good right away i thankfully um was just conducting and that was easy for me because i did choir from the time i was like a a, a small <laughs> child <laughs> did you have a choreographer because um, you did you did dance in one part uh, I, multiple. Did, did I have a choreographer have a, for that? I, I don't, I'm asking you. <laughs> oh no, 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 no choreographer. <laughs> they were just like, it's do kind something. of funny because it circles back to like the Nick Schmidt storyline about the learning the handbells thing, which mm -hmm. is, did you need the fancy fix? Like, did you need to really learn how to play handbells, or this. did you just fix yeah. it till it if worked? We were like, doing a movie about handbells. Right. If we were doing a movie about handbells, then yeah, we got to learn some handbells. But this right. episode, probably no. But like, I, I get why, you know, normally you have to learn a little something. But but they probably, you know, there probably weren't that many handbell teachers in, yeah. um, available. And, you know, probably the woman who was teaching us was like, this is a chance for exposure for this instrument and maybe you know she was she was serious she was pretty, um i no, didn't get i didn't work with her very much yeah. um because again i was conducting um but in terms of you know what i will say this this is just a, a pivot but i was i was gonna say this earlier that like if you go into a house that's been jerry-rigged for like you know 30 you know you have a guy that's like nick but like older and he's been just jerry-rigging his house for 30 40 years that house is a messed up house <laughs> you gotta house. you have to fancy fix sometimes you yeah. gotta fancy fix sometimes it's well, cool to have that you know it's great it develops creativity but like sometimes you just gotta call in a plumber you know or like exactly. electrical things let's just yeah. leave that let's not mess with lines that. You yeah, know, so, let's so, not mess with that so if you had to pick sides in this nick in schmidt beef whose side just just Left or right, you know, Nick or Schmidt, whose side would you? Can we have a disclaimer with it? Sure, small disclaimer. <laughs> okay, because I'm like kind of fifty fifty. Like I think it's great and so creative that Nick can fix things, um, in that weird way. Like it's 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 great, um, but ultimately, like you have to like that water bottle situation above the toilet was that was um that was creative but, but creative. not something that you don't want your toilet like you know what was the water bottle like yeah was the was the water passing through that water bottle like what was going on there yeah they were, um yeah. i'd actually like to talk to a real plumber about that. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> but um, but yeah you gotta hire you gotta hire a professional because otherwise you know eventually like it's great I, i'm on the side of like jerry rig for now uh, for you know to get us through the next few days while we wait for the plumber you know right. what i mean right as a stopgap for me i don't mind stop like gap. a yeah. you can if you can fix it and then i don't know any different great but if i have to now like in this episode turn on a faucet so i can use the bathroom no sir we're calling no, sir. a a plumber if yeah. i have to like do some weird extra random step that i always have to remember and then remind people coming to my house 
to me, that is not fixed. That's you not have fixed. now just created more work for me and things I have to remember in an abnormal situation. But if you fixed it and I can't tell the difference, yeah. But I will say this. God. What do you think, Lamorne? Well, I'm on the side of 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 Schmidt. I'm on the side of Schmidt. Um, just but I'm on the side of Schmidt if we had owned the loft. Yeah. We didn't we didn't own the loft. So why right. why was the creepy landlord not there? <laughs> they should have been calling the landlord. That's why didn't you yeah. fix it? Shouldn't That's not on us. We don't own the creep, place. Because he was kind of creepy, maybe? Oh yeah, yeah. He wanted to later on you we find out that But some people really <laughs> yeah. do like the challenge. So they're not gonna call the landlord because they're just like, No, this is like I'm not gonna bother anybody. I can figure it out and they it's enjoy it. It's the same it personality and- type that doesn't like to read directions. That's, That's like right. things direction yeah. reading directions is some kind of you know weakness that feels like a nick miller Um, thing oh yeah and i'm gonna say like okay so my boyfriend is a contractor Mm -hmm. and really good at fixing stuff and he's like you know call the plumber like if something (laughs) needs a plumber (laughs) like he can do a fix but he's like a lot of times you need somebody who just does this that's their thing you know yeah yeah, because I think if I think if your boyfriend did it, he'd do a he'd do a really fancy fix. I've right. seen the shows. Okay, he's a, he does a fancy fix for everything, you know. Yeah. Like, but he he can fix stuff himself. But there, are, you know, there are certain jobs, you know, certain like there's a certain level at which you're like, you got to call the plumber, you got to call the electrician, you got to call, you know, whoever it is that's going to do the the super fancy fix. And shout out to all the plumbers and electricians out there. Where would I be without you? The amount of times you'd be in the dark with no running water. I'd be, I'd be in the dark <laughs> with a backed up toilet. <laughs> Mother's day is right around the corner. And in true, she pivots fashion. We're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV True Crime Podcast, to live and die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. 
all these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to our show. Also, another interesting thing I found out about uh, oh, that that this episode brought up for me, the argument again between, it, again, it was so funny and so informative, a Midori Sour. Oh, that was so funny. Because that was a Midori, believe it, I, I, didn't, I didn't have my first drink until I was 22, and, which is apparently very late. Uh, I, and that's great first alcoholic beverage yeah first yeah. alcoholic you ain't been beverage. parched for 22 years no 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 yeah, we, you, we, I lived in you the drank desert. other stuff <laughs> I drank other stuff yeah yeah what, this water? is not alcohol water <laughs> n- warm milk nipple milk War- when I was a baby <laughs> uh, yeah but Midori that was my first drink at a bar and then I was kept it Midori ordering sour? it was it Midori Sour is that someone, like straight up or is it a cocktail I do not know it's a cocktail it's a cocktail so oh. it's a it's a 
It's a melon liqueur with Asian influences. (laughs) A melon liqueur. And then a sour mix is like lemon and sugar, something like that. Yeah. So it would be like, there's a lot of drinks that are like sour. It has like a sour mix that has sugar and lemon. Um, And then you mix it with with something that's already sweet, like Midori. It gets extra sweet. Yeah. Is it like a highball or a martini glass? Like... What's the presentation on it? it both. Sour? It can Either be both. Way. I've had it in martini glasses before. Huh. I, I, in fact, I used to order it. I used to order it so much. I thought I was cool until <laughs> I started getting around like grownups. <laughs> I would order a drink. You would hear people go, I take a scotch neat or I'll take this or I'll get a margarita or something. I don't know. And I would go, hey, I'll, I'll take a... Uh, <laughs> Midori sour, Midori with sour extra umbrellas, and the <laughs> the bartender sometimes would look at me like, "What?" Sure, <laughs> like the guys who I'm with, they're like, "What?" <laughs> I, I think you like automatically get carded if you order that, no matter <laughs> oh, what yeah. age you look, because it's like it's like the the drink that that somebody would order if they yeah. like you know have never yeah had they were a drink underage. Before. The conversation yeah. goes Midori sour, and then the bartender goes ID ID <laughs> ID yeah again. I just got carded at the door. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah another thing that I realized about this episode that was interesting and in, in how it correlated to my life was the sushi bit the the amount of sushi that Schmidt was eating and ordering I thought that was normal at the time however I hadn't had sushi at that point in my life while filming this episode I had never had sushi and I later on went to get sushi and I said to myself, that amount of sushi that Schmidt had ordered was a was a damn party platter. That was a lot. You can't yeah. eat that much. That's a lot of that would you'd be very full. I think yeah. I think he was or I think the I guess maybe the joke was that he had ordered a party platter thinking you guys were gonna go in on it and you guys were like, nah, we don't want sushi. Oh, okay. Maybe that was what it was. I that's like, think that's <laughs> so scrummy. I just remember that line was so scrummy, so, <laughs> so stupid. Eighty dollars <laughs> worth of sushi for yourself. Well, <laughs> have aggressive. you been? Well, have you have you been to Sugarfish? Yeah, I know you get two rolls. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty. That's expensive. eighty dollars. Yeah. That's eighty dollars right there. Um, it's a fancy fish. Um, Lotus Berry Relax. Have you guys ever used that? <laughs> That no, there were so many parts. funny Schmidt lines in this. Yeah. Like, <laughs> shout scary. out to our write, our writing team and Love Raquet. Um, Schmidt is on fire. Yes. Like, I think the Schmidt and Nick exchanges are just so perfect and so many good. Yeah, um, yeah. Lotus Berry yeah. Relax. I looked it up. I couldn't Lotus find it. Relax. I couldn't. I think find they just it. made it up. They made up all kinds of things that I- were. So schmitty perfect. But the it fun was thing such about like it, a little kid perfect fight of trying to get then the product out of Nick's hair. Yeah. Yes, because it's he realized he was using it as a he was using the conditioner as soap. Now, <laughs> yeah. I once had I once had a, a, an ex girlfriend who who <laughs> said I'll, I'll do your laundry for you. There's one particular oh, no. time I was like, yeah, sure. And I go and I realize I realize something once I went into the laundry room afterwards to take my clothes out of the dryer. I said, wait, we ran out of soap. I said, wait, where's there's no laundry detergent here. But on top of the washing machine is the fabric softener. Oh, and I said, I said, hey, Mm -hmm. would you (laughs) did you did you did you did you throw the soap, the, 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 the laundry detergent 
bottle away and she said no no it's right there on top of the on top of the washing machine i said hmm. i thought so yeah that's 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 this is fabric softener yeah <laughs> that's fabric softener <laughs> yeah that's happened and that's happened multiple times with different very people? soft clothes not different clean people? but soft it once happened with uh my cl- former cleaning lady okay <laughs> did an I entire don't... entire four or five loads of clothes with fabric softener I think you need to separate the fabric softener away from the detergent if this oh, it is. is a reoccurring situation. Oh, it is. It is. <laughs> I think, mate, you know what? A lot of people use dryer sheets. They don't use liquid fabric softener. Yeah. I don't use fabric softener at all when I do laundry. Right. You just I, I had know. it in your It's house. just there. It's just, you know. There in case. There. Just yeah. in case. Keep getting used um, up. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. 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 I think, I think that's, that's the confusion probably. But, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, competitive nature. That was also a really fun thing to watch, like to, to learn about the Winston character. Do you, either of you have a very competitive nature? No. I mean, I love playing games mm-hmm. and I, I like, I, I, I'll be like, oh yeah, like I'll, I'll set out to, to win, but it's, but for me, the, the reason why I like playing games, is like the process of playing games. If you're too competitive that you're like mad if you lose, you're just not fun to play with. So <laughs> there are some people that, that are like that, that'll flip I, a Scrabble board. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. No, I know. And you're like, I don't want to play Scrabble with that person. They're crazy. <laughs> Speaking of games, should we play one right now? Let's play one. We're going to play True American. True, True American. American. Welcome to True American, where the rules change weekly and you leave more confused than when you showed up. Now, this week, we're playing Nikola Tesla's Problems and Solutions. In this week's episode, Nick has a solution for every problem in the loft. Today, Hannah's going to come up with a problem and Zoe and myself are going to use objects in their immediate vicinity to help her come up with a solution. Okay, so I genuinely have a problem at the moment. Um, mm-hmm. I will share it, and you tell okay. me what I should do to fix it. So, mm-hmm. um, in our, <laughs> my shower, the mm-hmm. handle that you use to turn the water on um, mm-hmm. uh, came off in my hand. Mm. And so now there's just like a hole mm-hmm. in the wall of my shower I got it. And mm. I may have somehow <laughs> misplaced like the handle, the actual handle. Yeah. Mm. And how so, did you misplace it? I, I don't know. I don't know where <laughs> like, it I is. Just took I it on a drive and <laughs> I know where I left it, but there are multiple people. I just took it, it on my, my bicycle <laughs> and I held, held onto it loosely. <laughs> I wanted to get to know it better now that it didn't live in a wall. And so there's a hole in the wall. Something needs hole. to be inserted, I would think, to. Ooh turn so i can okay. get my shower to run some water help mm. me mm. i've got a mic i have a microphone stand here okay. right here okay. that i'm using for this podcast um that could possibly work right that's right you throw what that do you in think? there we need some ridge thing though to catch right i could tell you i could i could help you out here uh. i could help you out here you see your problem is that <laughs> your shower is broken correct and what's the real what's the real issue there that you can't clean your body okay <laughs> So instead of fixing oh. that problem, mm. I have here a bottle of hand sanitizer. 
right? <laughs> Instead of showering, you take this hand sanitizer that I have here. Mm-hmm. You take a, a, a little uh, a little cloth. I'm holding a cloth in mm-hmm. my hand. Mm-hmm. You pour the sanitizer on the cloth and you proceed to aggressively rub your body until it is clean. Got it. Problem and solved. And then you're probably, well, then you're going to create another problem. Wall. It's called, it's also called, um, um, dry skin because dry skin. hand sanitizer is mm. got a problem. Is, I got a solution for that. Okay, you got lotion? No, but I do have um, <laughs> a candle here, right? There's oh, a candle here. just put the candle wax Which, all over all over your body. That's and right. then after that, you're gonna be cold. And I have a heating pad right here because it's cold <laughs> in my office, and I That's have right. it in my lap because the heater is too loud. So. Um, you're welcome, Hannah. We fixed your Hannah, problem. I feel great. I'm covered in hand sanitizer and wax yeah. sitting on a heating pad with a hole in my shower. That's right. Um, I can't help you with the hole. <laughs> I can't help you with the hole at all, Hannah. Um, anybody you're going to have to fancy fix the hole. If you also, guys have solutions, please just hit up. Hit. <laughs> if you guys have solutions, just hit us up on social media. Oh, wait. I do have deodorant, too. Is I have that... deodorant, too, Hannah. Okay. Because well, you're going to smell bad. I don't how you have all this stuff like right next to your desk are you <laughs> i got bug spray i'm like all my stuff spray. is like technical i've got lots of pluggy things they're not gonna help you oh you have I'm one like of those you, bug Zoe. things i'm like yeah i'm like you. you i get a lot of my stuff from like instagram pop-ups from uh infomercials i got a bug zapper right here <laughs> That's a, how does the bug don't let your zapper you just got a child near that thing because it will electrocute you i think oh no not at all not at all i'm gonna teach her how to use it though (laughs) okay she's one light tasing (laughs) anyone coming into the house Uh, i do need parenting advice so yes okay don't Um, let her use it we're gonna talk we're gonna talk after (laughs) hannah and i are gonna talk to you after the the podcast um thank you guys so much for joining us um on welcome to our show uh please like and subscribe and give us five stars to make us all very happy mostly lamorne because five's his favorite number Aww. Thanks, Thanks guys. Thank you. You should see all of our smiles. <laughs> we love you. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Welcome to Our Show, a New Girl Recap podcast. Welcome to Our Show is a production of iHeartRadio, hosted by Zoe Deschanel, Lamorne Morris, and Hannah Simone. Our executive producer is Joelle Monique. Our engineer and editor is Daniel Goodman. The Welcome to Our Show theme song was written by Zoe Deschanel, performed and produced by Zoe Deschanel and Pierre DeReeder. Follow us on Instagram at Welcome to Our Show Pod. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, you can email us at Welcome to Our Show Podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and share far and wide. Thanks for listening. We'll hear you next week. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. 
it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now, this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.